The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so we have a special guest with us today. Introduce yourself. My name, I go by the name of Trezor, aka The Wizard. Ooh. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm right. Getting on with life. Good, good. Quarantine, <laughs> lockdown. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a bit about what you do so, musically. I've been known as a producer and been making beats for a very, very long, well, making beats for a very, very long time, improving my sound to then call myself a producer, which I sound, um, I songwrite, make the beat. I can mix and master as well. And... Mm gradually becoming an artist as well because instead of me like chasing artists i just built my own studio at home my own setup and i just started doing stuff myself now yeah that's it so you're completely like independent yeah as of now yes i am completely independent wow that is sick okay so obviously we'll go off of like your independence as an artist as a producer a songwriter how does it feel like working alone does do you think that makes you a bit like of a perfectionist to say yes a bit of, of, of like <laughs> a proper perfectionist yeah to my to myself because it's all by myself and like mm-hmm. for example my the microphone i use is a uh, hundred pounds whereas in a studio where it's like a proper studio like for example i went to this um, studio called metropolis studios where it's like big labels are mm-hmm. and they've got like a sony microphone which is about ten thousand pounds yeah but like oh, if wow. i was to record on that I wouldn't like it. I prefer mm-hmm. using my cheap mic. So it's all to do with preferences and yeah. just being creative. So that's how... So you can get... For me, I do get picky sometimes. Yeah. Mm. What about like when you're working with other artists? Do you feel like it kind of becomes a bit of a obstacle when you know that you kind of do things your own way and then when you're working with someone, whether like you're just producing something with someone else or like you're, mm. it's a proper like collaboration, do you think it kind of affects the way that you work? Um, not really, unless you're like, see, that comes with like ignorance, like with me, cause I know, and I know what it feels like to have something sound a specific way. Yeah. I can mm. already, I can already imagine it from another person's view. So like, I would always advise, like if I have friends that want to start music and I've recorded it and mixed it a certain way and they're like, oh, why'd you do that? Then I'll explain <laughs> to them why and then... If they don't like it, then I'll go with their way. And if they like it my way and understand then I'll go with it. Because people can get picky and annoyed. And that's the last thing you want in a session. So to mm. work with someone the way they like things, I think is very important. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's impressive though. Like you do a lot by yourself. And obviously you're releasing a bit more now. Yeah. yeah. 
obviously when me and Laura were like researching about you and stuff, I sort of noted you down as like a musical powerhouse, let's say, because you okay, do literally yeah. do everything. You've got your own mm. studio, you said, and it's quite sick. Like obviously whenever we think about like making music and stuff like that, it's always like in a special studio and there's loads yeah. of people around. So the fact that you do it by yourself and it comes out so amazingly, is really like, yeah. it's quite cool. It's like coming from the the ground up, your foundation. Yeah. Like, mm. it's just really, I don't know what you call it. It's because even me, I'm an only child. I've always, I've always had, I've grown up by myself. So I do everything yeah. by myself. So I've kind of been used to it. Mm-hmm. But it's just a passion as well, because I know people who are like double my age, older than me. And they're like, oh, snap, I wish I was doing what you were doing now. I could do that, mm. or I was, I was, a, I was learning to do that, and you've done it, and yeah, it's just passion. I was, I'll call it yeah. passion. That is cool. You, you can't, because there's people that just do music. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's passion. It's just a passion. Like mm-hmm. people want to get yeah. paid for music. I understand that there's ways where I have to sacrifice before I get paid for music. So even with me, it's not even about the money or anything. It's literally just I do music for me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. yeah, that is amazing. That's the best way, man. That's the best way Honestly. to go about it. Like, yeah, thank you. And you can it really like it, you can it reflects in the in the music that you make as well. Yeah, that like, you don't just do it for like the money and the free clout. Yeah. Basically, yeah. you just do it because you like doing it. So, um, I think we should go into more about like your creative process because obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot to it for you. Um, uh-huh. do you think that's changed a little bit now that we're in these sort of conditions let's say oh like with like in terms of being in lockdown yeah mm. um to be honest with what i do every day in life mm-hmm. like me i'm always in my room anyway yeah as, as, mm. as corny as it sounds i'm always in my room creating so it's just got less things to worry about and mm-hmm. no it hasn't really affected me in the, in the in any way to be honest that's good that I is good so. yeah. that's interesting because i know that a lot of people that are kind of in the music industry are struggling because they kind of either prefer to work with people around them or they mm, like going yeah, yeah. kind of like out of their own space because they feel like maybe they can't have like inspiration from the outdoors basically yeah 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 nah, but i yeah, feel like nah, with you you clearly nah, enjoy your little me, space <laughs> so in a way you've got you sort of like saved yourself from sort of struggling during this time yeah. which is good do you feel like there's any pressure to like, sort of like release stuff now pressure to release um because yeah. obviously everyone's at home everyone's kind of like sitting uh-huh. and that do you feel like there's a pressure for you um not really like i said that all the music is for me mm-hmm. and obviously i have my friends who are always send unreleased music and get their opinion like that like the processes haven't changed for me but yeah to be honest this stuff has made me more confident because now i can pitch better because there's lot there's making the music is one thing but then obviously yeah. getting it out there getting the right promotion mm-hmm. and there's just there's so many different factors but um people being home kind of helps yeah um but in terms of pressure in terms of like working with other people yeah we touched on this do you think that um do you kind of miss being in a in the studio with like a bunch of people um, or is it something that you kind of try and stay away from even when we're not kind of on lockdown? As an artist, I don't really mind not being with people. But when, as a producer, when I'm making the beats, I kind of do miss sessions. Because, like, obviously, I had a session with um, 
low ski. Oh wow! And, um, yeah, that was there's a long story behind how that happened, but <laughs> I had a session with him, and then like I said, within the music industry, you got the producer, you got the one of the label directors or an A and R who was mm-hmm. there, and he was there with me, and like exactly what happened was I made this beat. He was like, "Hold on, hold on, can you change it here?" And then obviously I had my laptop on me, and we changed it around. And then it made everything a whole lot better. So stuff like stuff like that I miss in sessions. Even when I have sessions anyway, it's not more than like four people. Mm. You got me yeah. as a producer or another producer, the engineer and then the artist. So Yeah. It's not really big sessions unless you're people like NSG. You have the whole you <laughs> bare people in the session. I don't know how they do that. I could just yeah, I'm I'm sweating watching them all in one studio. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can no, never I manage that. Yeah, so sessions, when, sessions I miss. Yeah, I can imagine, to be honest. I feel like sometimes they can be quite fun when you're with the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Who's been, like, your favourite people to collaborate with? Someone that we might know, or even if we don't. Favourite person to collaborate with? Mm. Come on, drop some names. Um, <laughs> actually, you may know them as the 237. Two, three, oh, yeah. yeah. You know 237, so yeah, Fish, yeah. Virgil, Dougie. Oh, yeah. And um, TN, he's a producer. And that's funny because I, I was like a... I don't know if you guys remember Radar Radio. I know Lyra mm-hmm. does. But mm-hmm. I was doing this... It was like a production like workshop. And I was like supposed to be like a helper. Not helper, but like kind of next to the group. Yeah. So it was me and 237 and uh, Jules, the producer. Mm-hmm. Jules, baby. So yeah, now... Um, so yeah, we that was my first like I had like a like a session in a studio studio, and the vibes was just crazy and everyone was like, "Hey yo, that's sick!" Because we like again it was producers, artists, and someone started off the beat, then I added something, then TN added something, and then people just started writing in the back. Everyone's bopping, then we're structuring the beat. That was that's actually one of my favorite sessions down in history. That will go mm. down in history, and I'll go down in history because that that song will never come out i don't know why why that's we have to talk about that on another episode <laughs> <laughs> but yeah when they when when 237 hear this they'll know they'll know exactly why oh man i kind of want to hear it no nah, it's just because we we made the song it's just it's just proper weird we made let me just shorten it down we've made the Go song on. i've tried to get hold of the song and mm-hmm. the person who had hold of the song just aired me <laughs> And add other members oh. who asked as well. So it's like That's weird. It was it was so golden. So all we have is like two videos. I have one of them, courtesy mm. of Dougie. And it's just us, he's everyone's just vibing to the beat and I'm just making the beat with TN. And that's all we have. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Virgil as well, he's a he's a character. Yeah. Because even me and Virgil we, we we've seen each other like once or twice for over the years and then we actually ended up being on the same radio show mm-hmm. as as guests oh yeah oh and yeah yeah the, and just the energies and then we ended up making a thriller yeah so i don't know if that's like a studio session but yeah that was that was a good session as well that is cool yeah. who would who do you think then so you've spoken about like virgil and working with 237 they're all kind of underground eyes who are like sick basically yeah do you think out or like who do you think inspires you on like in this scene let's say inspires me yeah i don't know there's a lot of people that i look up to in terms like Mm. producers but like 
as funny enough, I'm gonna say Travis Scott. Okay. Funny enough, Travis <laughs> oh, wow. Scott is one of them. But then there's as producer wise, look, because Travis yeah. Scott, he's a producer as well, so he makes beats. So coming from yeah. him as well, mm-hmm. it's kind of like we're like minded. Um, but Timberland, he's a very good Timberland. Um, Pharrell. Mike Dean, he's a producer. He's worked on a lot of stuff for Travis Scott, but mm. yeah, I can't pick one. There's a lot of that just inspire me. Uh, that yeah. as soon as you said I can't pick one, it just pushed me to say, "Come on, pick one." I'm sorry, if you, I cannot. <laughs> if you had I to really work can't. with one, come on. If you had to work with one, ooh. And someone said to you, "Look, we need like, we basically need a banger. Like, it has to be an amazing song that's gonna go out everywhere." Mm. What's it gonna be? Mm. With. Right now, as in like right this second, Travis Scott. It has to be Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. There's legends that I would work with, but like in terms of now and like the century and the the era we're living in right now, the yeah. person that yeah. we want to work with right now, and mm-hmm. I got the call is Travis Scott. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Noted. Let me call him later, and I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to talk about, so obviously you've said Travis Scott, and yeah. I feel like I, I can kind of, not that I think they sound similar, but I can see the influence in some of your music sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you also have a lot of, I feel like you have more diverse tracks as well. Uh-huh. So you kind of dabbled in like drill, and I there's one track by you. Actually. Did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought you would have started off with, like, trap. Nah, yeah, because that's the thing. I started off as... I don't have to sidetrack. I started off on SoundCloud making beats. That's and I was making a lot of... I was making a lot of drill beats. Getting a lot of people to, like, repurse and all of that. I was getting, like, 10k views on drill mm. beats. Like, 15k plays and stuff like that. And I think in one year, I got um 100,000 plays and listened primarily off of drill beats. Mm. Oh, wow. But then... I I was I kind of realized that I don't want to be just stuck on one thing. Yeah, okay, especially yeah. when my, my dad is African, my mum is Caribbean, so that's where one of the songs that um that I made got it was kind of more like an Afro kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I grew up listening to like. Tell us song. about that song. Yeah. Oh yeah. So exactly that. That's another thing. So I was making like songs. And then I was like, you know what, let me just try and make out this, this like, this kind of Afro-y kind of, you know, like, you're kind of, who's, who's doing it? Like, you know, kind of like a most, like, like that kind of Afro oh, yeah. swing kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. So I made a track like that. And again, the way I make tracks, it just starts with just rub, rubbling and just mumbling. And mm. I just kept saying, pretty, 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 pretty. <laughs> And I was like, nah, everything I do, I always lay it down, I record it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I, that mumble just, um, just turned it into words. And then obviously, cause a lot of people like around our age and around this time, they listen to that kind of music. Yeah. Mm. I went from like a hundred plays, that song, it got 35,000 mm-hmm. plays on, on Spotify and it got put on a Spotify, um, playlist. So that's where all my plays got jumped up from. But yeah, that song, I didn't even expect it. Like, Because that was you just like messing around with yeah. like sounds and that. But yeah. it Which shows really cool. like how audience and and consumers, they actually, you got them kind of factors actually play a big role. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking more about like sounds and stuff, how would you describe your sound at the minute, like currently? Um, 
And especially with your upcoming EP as well. Oh, yeah. So, my sound is literally... This EP is just to show... It's like a... I would say it's my statement. Yeah. Mm. To show you that I can do all of this. I've got a fast track. I've got a kind of slow rhythm me one with, like, me doing harmonies or whatever. Mm. And just using my voice in different ways. Because the voice itself is an instrument. I studied music a bit as well, so... It's just experimenting yeah. and show exactly just showing why I'm that I can do this. Yeah. But my my sound is the the sound is literally what I'm feeling. It's just the it mm. mood. I think out of the seven, you'll probably get at least four different moods. That's it. Really, that's it. Yeah, at least four different moods. Because like, Cause I feel like, like in this day and age, I feel like a lot of the albums and EPs that are dropping, it's like the same track, but kind of mm. different. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like I'm just hearing a lot of the same the same music from the same artists. That's, so one, I don't thing, know. that's one thing I hope no one says about this because mm-hmm. mm. I tried my absolute best to make sure it's different. You can distinguish mm. the difference in the tracks that I've made in the song, in the album, EP, whatever you call yeah. it. Um, and talking more about, so obviously you've mentioned that in your upcoming EP, you've got four different moods, different sounds, mm. etc. Do you feel like, this is more of like a general question, do you feel like when artists have that kind of diversity and are able to like explore different sounds and different genres, do you feel like that kind of sets them apart from the rest in a good um, way, obviously? Um, I think it does, but it's just waiting for the rap people to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why this industry is very competitive and hard to get into. And mm-hmm. me, myself, in my yeah. head, yeah, these songs are bangers. These, yeah, these songs are hard. <laughs> like, I'm so, I'm so happy and confident with these songs. Yeah. Whereas yeah. other, some people, they like, someone who listens tomorrow, they might not like it. And someone in two years, they'll probably be like, yeah, this is hard. It's just, like, that's another thing. It's, it's not even what you, nowadays, it's not even what you know. It's, it's like, who you know definitely yeah because yeah. we i remember one show me and laura were talking about um heady one's recent one with fred oh, again yeah and him kind of like exploring <laughs> different sounds obviously that's yeah. where well you're not feeling passion. it that that's see the thing with that that's that's again that's industry that's probably who knows it might have been money it might have been heady one he just came out so he's got a deal with specific people yeah interesting it could be anything. Anyone mm. might have thought, yeah, this stuff is really hard. Mm. But I think he came back with a new thing, Rose Gold. That was a drilly tune. That was yeah, that was good. Mm. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it all like it all depends because Heady Heady One, everyone knows him as a drill artist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for him to just come out with that, it kind of it was it, it was definitely a shocker for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. so you mentioned obviously you said that Travis Scott is like your your kind of you know one of your inspirations someone that you would want to work with yeah. obviously he's he's American mm-hmm. do you feel like it is it might be easier in America to kind of touch on certain sounds and like what do you definitely. how do you think it differentiates from here definitely because I went to um I saved up on my mom helped out as well I went to America for three weeks yeah. In three different states. And so the first day I went to is New York. That's my second time being there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I paid I paid for this like link up where this um producer he was um he would give advice and he would play and songs and all of that. 
So I went to New York. I went to that. This is why I say it's not what you know, it's who you know. So I played my music. They were they were proper. Everyone was vibing to it. Mm-hmm. And there's this thing called Splice where producers, they would, they would pay X amount a month for sounds and samples and drum sounds and all of that. That day, there was a director of that company there. And oh, wow. he hooked me up with an account for free, primarily because he liked my music and he wanted to see me go far. Oh, wow. That's I sick. told him because I was looking at unis out there. So mm-hmm. I told him because we wanted, he like straight away, he was like, oh, how long are you here for? Let's work on something. And because um, he knows producers, I told him I was going to L.A. And he hooked me up with someone who was in L.A., an artist. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So <laughs> That's I went sick. to L.A. I linked up with him. He had a studio. Chris, his name is Chris Omeni, who is a very talented artist. He does proper, mm-hmm. like, serious tunes. And Sam, sorry, for, uh, one of the guys from Splice, um, he hooked me up with the account. So he hooked me up with Chris. We linked. He showed me around. That same day, I met Chris. Um, he took me to an event sponsored by Raw. You know the Rolling Papers, Raw. Yeah. So it was a music. <laughs> Random. So that same that so that same night, we went to that event. Raw, a very like good artist was there showcasing the music. Everyone was vibing. We just label there, so you know what everyone was doing. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, so I met some guy, one guy from Memphis, Tennessee. That sh- that stuff was surreal. Hearing that accent, like proper sound, seven accent. Oh I was my, like, yeah. <laughs> and then so then obviously exchange got the follows and all of that, mm. and boom. Then I went to Miami, and I like trainers, so I went to this place called Flight Club, mm-hmm. and bought a pair of trainers. This guy he customized clothes. He hooked me up. He actually had a studio there. He knows artists. The same day, I was in a studio session. It's That's so sick. And you don't hear about stories like that no. in the UK. Obviously, just, we're smaller, yeah. but like... Your it's whole like American experience was like music, was, music, music, music. Smacking. yeah. That's that sick. I feel like you could, you could reach that much in the UK over the space of like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's 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 definitely different. I wouldn't say mm. I hate. I don't. I wouldn't say I hate it here or whatever because I'm not yeah. getting as much stuff out there. But like, I just I just know how it is. So I mm. pre- I appreciate things more rather than just brushing them off and just giving up. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. What do you think needs to kind of improve in the industry, especially like within the underground scene in the UK? Mm. What do you think are kind of some things that that just don't really sit right with you in the way that it works here compared to like in America? Um, English people need to stop being stubborn. Nah, I'm joking. Mm. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. To be honest, the way pe- the way people work and mm. the stubbornness, I understand where it's coming from. Like, mm. and it just ties into the fact that this is people's jobs. Like, I've been to a session where I was just a producer, and there was the engineer and the artist, and the artist he wasn't getting it in the first take. And the engineer, he has to be ready. He has to be ready enough to, to be like, okay, stop. Let me start again. Da, da, da. Mm, yeah. But you obviously got to train yourself to be able to do that because if I was the engineer and he told me, let me go again from the top, I'd probably have to watch a tutorial on how to go again from the top. Yeah. But and then that's when yeah. people and artists they get stubborn and all of that because everything's going wrong. But I get why people are. In the, in terms of the industry, I get why how it is. Yeah. Because mm. it's very competitive, and 
it's actually yeah, people's yeah. jobs. It's people's jobs. So I understand, like, but like, it's just too, it's kind of too different to say. I get what you mean. It's, it's difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's difficult to compare them because the way that, like, the industry here works is just, it's just very different. And it's like, I mean, this is kind of what we know in it. Like, you yeah. can't really go and be like, no, Americans do it best. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then there's people who, who would see that and then just give up. So. Yeah. I just like that's another thing. I just want people to just just don't give up. There's there's reasons and there's a reason for everything. Mm. Proper motivation. Yeah, don't give up. I think another question that I want to ask. So kind of based, obviously you said that like we can't really compare the two, but do you feel like because when you went to America, let's say, um. Like, one place you went to a sneaker store, someone had a studio and they hooked you up, whatever. Like, place to place, you was getting, like, contacts, networking. Do you mm. feel like maybe in the States they nurture talent better than here? I I feel so. Yeah. That's why people, like, you know how it's, like, normal for people to get tips out there for their yeah. work and all that. Oh, yeah. Because they, they, they do work their ass off and they it's just appreciating it more. Nurturing, mm-hmm. that's, I don't know, nurturing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, for real, I don't know, like, in out there, it's more of a, it's alright, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but sometimes in the UK, it's, okay, but what are you going to do for me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear if that. If that makes sense. I actually feel yeah, that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the way to put it. I feel that. But I've it's managed, so common, like, I'm lucky enough to grow up here and experience there so i know mm-hmm. yeah of course it's just yeah speaking of growing up yeah i know that you at the moment don't live in london uh-huh so tell me about that so you used to live here right yeah i used to live in southeast london mm-hmm. and then when did you move to when did you move to Hertfordshire? Yeah. i moved to Hertfordshire <laughs> in 2016 2015 2016 oh wow okay. yeah so you're quite new there then what four years yeah yeah quite new do you think you've adapted quite well? Um, I chose not to adapt with a certain crowd, but mm. <laughs> luckily enough, like I went from a sixth form and I was like, no, this is not for me. I really want to focus on the music. So I went to study music and then I met a group of people who were like, like-minded and who can relate to me more. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it was kind of good. So I kind of adapted well there rather than there. I hear that. This is yeah. just all. This is just all from my own decisions, and obviously. So do you think that if you went, if you went a different route, like, do you think it would have affected the way that you went about music as well? Definitely, because the place, because this is the thing, I when I wanted to study music in this particular sixth form, mm. it was more like classical stuff. Fair enough, oh, you got yeah. your stuff, but for me to be studying that, not for me at all. Mm. And yeah. then there was another nearby sixth form who offered a course. But because not enough people signed up for it, they didn't you do the course. Mm. No. Oh, okay. So that's why I had to move from a sixth form to a college. Mm. And even college, it was quite annoying because I know I could do this stuff, but it was a case of me following an exam board. Yeah. And doing that. But just to keep me off the streets, I keep my head on my shoulders. I was like, me and my mum was like, yeah, just, just, just hang in there, hang in there. And yeah. then once you're done, you can do it. Yeah. Do you feel like you ever, like... Obviously, you've said that you've had a passion for music mm-hmm. for quite a long time. But do you feel like you ever kind of strayed from that or were close to? Never. That's good. Never, never, never. 
because music is my go-to. Mm-hmm. If I had to argue with mom, I'll be in my room. I'll make music. If I yeah. just really not feel like doing anything, I'll make music. I bought my laptop before I bought my car. <laughs> <laughs> my second-hand car. I bought my laptop but before I bought my car. That's how dedicated it was. Because that's another thing. When I moved here, everyone was everyone was driving at the age of a young age and all this. Mm. and It was just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, sure, it's cheap out there, though. Not going to lie. No, it's not. <laughs> It must be out of London. It's not. Do you know why? Because where I'm living, there's a lot of wealthy people. Oh. So when you're here, they know yeah. you have. If you're living here, they must be. Oh, you must have money. So that's yeah. why. <laughs> Whereas in the ends, yeah. if you was to have a car, then they were like, "Yeah, that yeah, this that area is kind of because that's you get your insurance. Yeah, is different. Is depends on your your age." Who you're living with where you're living yeah it's crazy like i've learned about this show mm. over the years as well mm. oh yeah um so obviously because you're out of london obviously when we're not in lockdown and stuff you've i've heard you speaking before about having to like commute into london yeah. to obviously was it for college that you had to commute or oh no 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 my college was still nearby oh okay it was just in a different area of Hertfordshire. yeah so so for example my sixth form was five miles left but the college was five miles right so it wasn't really a biggie so i just oh okay like so, not literally but like that yeah so what about like um if you were working in any studios or any of those in london oh yeah i was definitely commuting like again that would that's when the passion comes in like i would mm-hmm. like even the train tickets like i advise you to pay for your tickets but sometimes you know you gotta take risk and i take risks and um <laughs> i would make i would i would find myself in London, I'll just put it that way, and I'll oh, okay. I'll I'll, I'll make my ways to London. Even sometimes I would drive, no biggie. Yeah, but yeah, that's just the dedication as well. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like then that like London is the sort of the hub if you're like an upcoming artist? Do you feel like it's important? Yeah, to... the scene, the scene, like the scene that I want to like, I'm aware of, and I'm always mm-hmm. in is London. Anytime I go to concerts and underground shows and two three seven shows i always come to london anyway yeah yeah i'm starting to get to know people who i can relate to when it comes to music in half a shit mm-hmm. so yeah. it's it's taken a bit longer because obviously it's quite different here yeah be living far has ever stopped me coming into london i always come here there what city in the uk do you think is doing the best musically right now like what, what city, city do you think has the best upcoming artists I don't know because I always find these people in the same place. Where's the same yeah. place? Like, I don't know. Like, for, not literally, but like you know, like that e that e postcode. There's a lot of shows and stuff that is happening in East London. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Hackney and all that, and then even you got your O2 Islington, and mm-hmm. that's just that's like kind of north, but that's not even far. Like to me, that's only like a forty minute drive. It yeah. could be less if I put the pedal down, but. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. But the, I don't. I don't. I feel know like there's like cities the like there's cities like Manchester, Birmingham. I feel like there's a lot of like in Manchester. People say that Manchester is the best city for like drill. Let's say I don't agree with that, but there's people that say that. Oh, places like um, Birmingham. No, but you got your people like you know like millions. He he. Yeah. Like it's just it's just getting like the fan base because you know Mister Millions. I swear they're from Birmingham. Yeah, they are. Mm. So yeah, millions with the drill, missed with their little afro swing, the the the, and 
it's weird because these like millions he just came out of nowhere but yeah, obviously yeah, the right audience just caught on to him and mm. and obviously he's come down to london he's recorded a video down here you got h linking with um what's his name Everyone. aj tracy yeah. aj tracy's from west london yeah it's yeah, just yeah. it's so that kind of creative it's, it's kind of cool but i don't me i can't say what's the best area because like you would you could say oh so and so is the best from tottenham so and so is the best from manchester yeah because mm-hmm. yeah, there's another guy um what's his name ah oh. He has a song. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Oh, I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but he's from Manchester as know. well, and I didn't even know he was from Manchester. I was, I thought he was from London because mm, Nate Smalls, yeah. hop, Nate Smalls, hopped on a remix. Oh, I'm trying to think of who it is now, but I can't. You know, you know who it is. You know who it is. <laughs> don't worry, but yeah, like even all of this stuff, I'm finding out. Like you know, even Tizzy, you know Tizzy and Brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, luckily enough, I met some people in Hertfordshire who actually know Tizzy, mm-hmm. and not gonna beat the location, but Tizzy actually lives twenty minutes from me, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> so we've been having <laughs> sessions oh and all that, and yeah. So I feel like you're really lucky in the sense that <laughs> you just stumble. Oh, Tizzy's like twenty minutes from me. Nah, 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 man. It's, <laughs> I, it's, it's God, man. I think it's God. Yeah. That's sick. Mm. Let's talk a little bit more about it's more or like less, yeah, and your upcoming EP as well. So yeah, that's one of more or less is just one of the, one of the tracks out of the seven of my upcoming EP, The Wizard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, The Wizard that my bro Schizo he made a freestyle and he said I Trez on the beat is a he's a wizard and I've just stuck by that forever. Mm. How cool, yeah. So that's how the name came about, but mm. um, that more or less. Like with me, with my tracks, you know how people when they talk about girls, they talk about money, they talk about yeah. this. Another thing about my music, I like to make it as relatable as possible. Mm-hmm. So on the chorus on that it goes, but let's yaga, let's yaga with the laces. I'm paying more for less. How'd I pay more for less? It's because it's just literal. <laughs> <laughs> That's boring. Nah, do you know what? The lyricism is amazing as well. Like I've always rated that about you. Is that you know how to. You're yeah. just sometimes I'm just thinking, how did you actually come up with that? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's just it's just it's just, it's just something about me. I just it just has to make sense. Like my music, mm. it has to make sense. Yeah, I yeah, think that's quite refreshing as well. Yeah, it's refreshing to have something that's like not just about girls, not just about money, but it's relatable. Because yeah. I've never yeah. been on the streets doing drillings. I haven't yeah. done this. I haven't shot. I don't shot drugs or nothing. Mm. But I have. I bought something, and, and I'm, instead I'm of spun. lying about it. Yeah, exactly. I don't lie about it. So that song is like, so that chorus is exactly that. Like, Balenciaga with no laces. How do I pay more for less? It's just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So hopefully, no, when people part, listen man. to my music, they listen to the lyrics. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to make I want to make that music where people they squint their eyes and they lean to the side and they let it like. Hold <laughs> He said that. So yeah. I feel like you're already doing that though. So you're on you're on the right track. Yeah, you, definitely. Thank you, thank you. It's just for, um, for the whole world to hear now. <laughs> so give us a little bit of an insight into what's next. Give us a preview of what's coming next for Trezor. So just so I've got this album coming up. They, the way I've uploaded it, they said it's called an album. So I just call it an album. So I've got that. 
Um, <laughs> music will be will non will be nonstop for me. I'm always working on myself, and if I hear someone yeah. in there, I'll I'll ask them to hop on it. I've done yeah. I've done a feature with a guy called Goy Heart, so mm. hopefully we got to fix some mixing on that. Then he's gonna release that. Um, me, yeah, just just doing what I love. To be honest, that's 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 what's, that's what's next. <laughs> right, lastly, before we go, any uh-huh. advice? Give us your advice. I'm an upcoming artist. Help me out. I'm not really. Yeah. I'm speaking on behalf. <laughs> just um, think about what you're doing. If you really want it, mm-hmm. it won't stop because your song, like all your songs or whatever, it might not straight away get all the million views but if mm. you show perseverance and you invest as well it will all work out so just make wise investments and if you really want something you just got just don't stop it yeah because if you give up and you've lost it like you're gonna have to start everything all over again and that's the worst thing you want to do yeah but yeah just because it's 2020 now as well just mm. be wise Invest smart and just, just know the people you're around. Like, yeah, choose carefully. Just be wise. Be aware. Yeah. Be wise. Yeah, that's trousers. Stay alert. To do. Stay, Stay alert. alert. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. You know what? Yeah, I'm really happy we got you on because I feel like right now there's no one else I really would have wanted to chat to about yeah. music and stuff. Um, obviously when when's your when's your release date for your EP so it's coming out on the 22nd of May which is this month this mm-hmm. month yeah that's soon that's coming yeah it's coming out so soon yeah so I dropped a song called Trust Out that was another statement so mm-hmm. me yeah so I dropped that, that so that's kind of like a a taste of what's coming on mm. the next tape what's your socials what's your like Instagrams and whatever you use so my Instagram is Trezor Forever and then my Twitter is Forever Trez. And my YouTube, oh, I it. dropped two lyric videos because I can't record any videos right now. And um, shout <laughs> no, out to No, but they're sick. Yeah, they're Thank sick. You, yeah. And that's, that's what Tyvian, I met on my first job and all of a sudden he started doing this visual stuff and he was like, I want to work with you. And he was offering to do it for me for free. And I was like, no, bro, I need to pay you because I know what it's like. So yeah. he's another person mm. on my team as well. And that's another thing. Once once you know yeah. your... Know, that's it. Another thing about advice. Know your worth. Know mm. your worth. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the product he's... The things that he's doing for me is amazing. There's no way it can't be for free. Because yeah. this is his yeah. business. you got to think as well. This is his business. He spent all this time... He hasn't got the best computer as well. And he's doing this and he's telling me everything that's going on. And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, it's worth that it. That is so sick. That is really cool. Yeah. So yeah, Thank shout out to Yeah. Wow. I think that's it. That's all yeah. good. Thank you. Well, thank that. you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren We really appreciate Laura. it during this annoying time. Yeah. We would have loved to have you kind of face to face. Yeah, that would have been sick. Situation, but... Obviously, you got to do what you got to do. I think we, we should we should make another episode soon. 100%. Oh, yeah. Me and Laura have got something in store, and you're going to be the first one, I swear. Because okay, from this today... For a special man. <laughs> <laughs> from this today, I'm just like, the passion, I feel motivated. I feel yeah. like I'm going to be coming next. <laughs> I'm going to start rapping. Yeah. <laughs> but it's sick, man. Yeah. Love what you're doing as well. 
And I'm like, just cool. Thank you, thank you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.